0: Welcome back. We'll continue with Brianna Taylor Grand Jury Recordings. This is video number one of three. It's five hours and 45 minutes. And then it keeps going for 43 seconds. So we'll have uh, another, about another 55 minutes or so on this segment. Thank you for listening. from the very beginning again.
1: Ladies and gentlemen, jury, how long have you been in law enforcement today? I've been in law enforcement uh, 38 years, started in 1982.
2: Has that all been in the Commonwealth of Kentucky? Yes, sir. All right. Now, you've been working with myself, Barbara, Rita, and Alex over the last uh, several weeks assisting us in this investigation on this case. Is that correct? Yes, sir. We're going to be talking about some uh, forensics, some of the autopsy findings, things of that sort. Yes, sir. All right. Yes. Sir. If you had an opportunity to review those files for, before preparing for your testimony this morning. All right. All right. Can you approach if you could for a moment? What, what do we have back here in this exhibit? Uh, for the records,
1: 64. What is 64? Where did that come from? It come from the medical examiner's office. It's an outline of the injuries to the victim. All right. And where does that come from? From the office of the medical
2: Center. All right. And is that a typical uh, wound chart, they call it, that is prepared by the medical examiner when they're examining uh, a body to determine its cause of death? Yes, sir. It is. All right. And is this particular uh, med- uh, chart, does it relate to the injuries that were on or about the person of Beyond a Taylor after the shooting? Yes, sir. All right. And uh, let's go through them if we could, okay? Yes, sir. All right. And let me get my here. And you're certainly welcome if you want to use that all to right. help you. Some. I think we have a uh, a beeper. Oh, here we go. No, one of those. Uh, oh, we got. All right, you got it. Here. Okay. Thank you. Let me put the date on the record. It's September the 23rd, 2020. This is shift. and your you got this little laser the you know, you go ahead and point first of all let's go to the top uh, right that facing us yes sir. That? all right and uh, by that I mean if we can work through these first two and tell us what uh, we, we the M, the medical exam determined from that uh,
1: examination and this table the victim had a gunshot wound to her abdomen and her left Upper breast. Right. These hit. Go ahead. These uh, gunshots did not exit the body. Right. And uh, let's
2: go to the. Uh, there's uh, there's one on the her left arm, forearm. There. See that? Yes, sir. Right. It's
1: a left entry into the forearm, and it exited her upper arm. It went in this area and came out this area. Okay. All right. And that, when the bullet did exit from. Yes. Me. Is that correct? Yes.
2: The first two, that is the ones in the torso, those bullets remained and were found by the uh, by the medical examiner and the detectives who were present at the autopsy. Yes, sir. Why is that important that the medical examiner
1: permit law enforcement and autopsy to recover bullets from the body? Why is that important? It it helps establish the chain of command that came directly from the victim to the medical examiner and then the detective recovers them directly from the victim. All right. and
2: what can what can uh, what kind of forensic work can be done on bullets? We're going to be talking about some of that, but explain a little bit
1: briefly. Yes, sir. Firearms. that's important. Firearms examiners can examine the projectile and see if it came from a particular weapon. And how do they do that briefly, but not get too complicated? <clears throat> uh, to be the most simple terms I can, I, pro- I apologize if I'm a little remedial for some of you. If I was to fire a Glock 22, 40-caliber uh, weapon here today, obviously the projectile would go out, the weapon, it would be marked with lands and grooves, the uh, casing would be ejected, it would also be marked, the uh, firearms examiner then does a comparison to those ballistics by doing test firing from like or similar in, uh, ammunition and then compares the test fires to the actual rounds. So the lands and grooves that are, that are found on an expended bullet, and on a casing, are those marks for the most part unique? Yes, sir. And is it because
3: of their uniqueness that they can attribute those those bullets and casings to an actual gun that was used to fire? That's correct. And we're going to be talking about that. Yes, sir. All right. So let's go to the next uh, uh,
2: wound that we have. Can we? Oh, that's a fire. Right, thank you. I'm sorry. And let's talk about some of the in the wounds that are on the chart in the lower
1: extremities. Of this She had a wound to her left lower thigh that exited, actually her left rear upper thigh or side of her thigh. She also had a through and through, what I call through and through shot up shot that went through her right foot and exited. And she also had a projectile that was found in the heel of her right foot. Okay, all right.
2: Did the medical examiner uh, determine the cause of death of this young woman? Yes, sir. And what was that? It
1: was the wound
2: here to the left upper breast. Uh, Did he indicate uh, the the trajectory or the the, the manner in which it entered and left in the body the direction? Yes, sir. It entered the body in this area and took a downward direction from there. Uh, Did it injure or or cause injuries to her lungs, and did they ultimately cause
1: her death? Injury to her lungs, also uh, ruptured an artery that caused some severe bleeding. Uh, Thank you. our
2: next exhibit, who is John when well, They've heard his name just a refresher of who is he a, a detective for?
1: John Mattley is the detective sergeant from the L- 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 police department that was also shot at this crime scene. Uh, and we've heard evidence you're familiar
2: with he was shot at the scene. Yes, sir. Uh, and do and what is this we have here at 65 for the record Sixty-five for the record. Governor. Yes, sir. What is 65 Orient is here for a minute. Is this a wound locator chart? Yes, sir, this is
1: a wound locator. And was this done by Dr. Schmock? Yes, sir. Are familiar me. with Dr. Schmock Yes, sir, I've worked, years with, of work. worked with Dr. Schmock many times over here. He's the preeminent wound, uh,
2: forensic wound doctor in Louisville, is that correct? Yes, or sir. Or really in the commonwealth. Right. All right. Now, do we have wounds indicated here that Mr. Mattingly suffered based on the forensic work of Dr.
1: Strong? If it's concrete, how far they travel and what they go, but typically they'll eject to the right side of the weapon. And then, what a new, uh, a live round then runs right, up right, into right, the chamber? That's right. That's right. Uh, 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 once the round is ejected, the next round comes into the chamber until the, uh, until the weapon is empty. Right. And then it'll lock back at what point it's empty. Now, do,
2: do police officers commonly, and certainly a will use a 9mm Glock as their service weapon. Yes, sir. That,
1: the Glock 40 is the is the weapon that the Louisville Police Department, all the officers were carrying. Uh,
2: and we've, we've talked about uh, John Mattingly. We've also heard about Brett Hankinson at the scene. Yes, sir. And Miles Cosgrove. Were they all uh, using uh, Glock 9mm weapons on the night of Brianna's death? Uh, they were using the Glock. 40. The Glock 40, I'm i think All that right, sorry. All right. 40 and, do, and with that, Glock ejects the casings. Yes. Right. And in preparation for your testimony, uh, you and I went over the photos of that. Yes, is that sir. correct? Yes, sir. Because at the same photo, there, there's a number of casings. Right. And were those casings examined forensically
1: to determine uh, the source of the firing at that moment? Yes, sir. They were sent to the state police lab for analysis. All
2: right. And in preparation, you and I have been looking uh, with other prosecutors at the photos that will help the jury see where these cases were located. Is that right? Yes, sir. All right. Let well, me go to my uh, next series here. Uh, 66. Oriented here for just a moment. Let's uh, wait one moment here. I may have to do In fact, Riva's uh, already put one up. Kind of orient them where these projectiles are with either photo that helps
1: The projectiles are the casings you'll be seeing. Okay, the, first, right. the first casings are part here. This is the parking lot.
2: They're in the area of these cars. All right. Right. All right. Let's go up here and look what we got. Now, so, I'm going to make it simple. If you look at this right. this is the area
1: you. here where the casings were. All right.
2: Now, I'm going to make it simple. Were all the casings that you and I are going to be talking to the jury about this morning, were they all forensically examined? Yes, sir. By the Kentucky State Police Ballistics Expert? Yes, sir. All right. And was the Kentucky
3: State Police Ballistics Expert able to identify, in each instance, the a, a, a casing and where
2: the source of the firearm was? Yes, sir. All right. Now we're looking at some casings. You told you're telling the jury out in the parking lot, uh, away from the uh, the apartment. Is that correct? Yes. Are these casings that were determined by the uh, forensic uh, ballistic exam to be uh, Brett Hankinson's? Yes, sir. All uh, right. And there again, these these here are the casings I mentioned earlier
1: that are not relevant to this the scene. They were in the parking lot or in the the mulch from an earlier something about maybe New Year's Eve, somebody shot up. or okay. uh, Those are irrelevant and yes. determined to be unconnected.
2: Uh, okay. That's 66. Yes, sir. Can we look at 60? Which ones that are there? you got one, two, one, two, uh, one, three, four. Here's five. Set of cases. All right. Yes, Six of ten, ten cases yeah. recovered, yes, sir. Thank you for the question. Raise Jan- your hand if you've got a question. Okay. Uh, we're on 60. Let's go to 60. 60. 80. Let's go to 69 real quick. I think you've already counted these, but let's see. Uh, yes, ma'am. You already cleared it up. I didn't. Uh, only 68. I'm sorry. And then we'll go to 69. Okay. Right. Thank you. These are all just other uh, photographs and yes, so casings located. Just another picture of Uh, the the casings. Now, when uh, when there is a crime scene, is it common for detectives like yourself and other agents with law enforcement to work a scene? Yes, sir. And to collect evidence? Yes, sir. Is it it, part of that collection, is it common for them to collect casings and bullets and any other uh, uh, paraphernalia that might be, that looks to them to be connected to the crime? Yes, sir. now, so we've got, all of these are Brad Hankinson. Yes, sir. All right. Yes, please. I assuming these people weren't there at the time of shot.
1: Yes, this is. They weren't moving great. No, these were the pictures actually at the crime scene by the Louisville Police Detectives. Thank you. Now, you had pointed out Seventy. What is that? Explain that to the jury. This is the screen door that is on the outside. And you can see the shattered sliding glass door, and this is marking the five holes in the screen where the projectile uh, went through the screen door.
2: And based on the trajectory, those are Hankinson's shots. As far as we know. Yes. All right, what about 71?
1: Is a typical screen door to me that you... What I wasn't the Oh, that's just the, the room you see. And the, uh,
3: there was a... Uh, there was some blinds that you see, and you see some of oh, the okay. dishes inside. And curtain, too. Yes.
2: And what we have marked are the actual bullet holes right. from the bullets flying through that part of the, of the apartment. Yes, sir. Matt, yes, sir.
1: Window in
2: uh, Brianna's sister' bedroom. Yes. Sir. How many bullets went through there? Five. All
3: right.
1: That was exhibit
2: 22. Thank you. Let's go to exhibit 72. here what do they represent i think you just said a moment ago what are we what are we going to see here these are mostly shell casings or some other things in here but i think the emphasis on this is this is the shell casing Let's go to reception and see what that helps us out. Uh, is that the same uh, foyer we're looking at, just a different portion of that uh, breezeway? Yes. As you can see here, is the, uh, the entry, right,
1: ramp, what do they call it? They call it ramps uh, that they use to make entry to the door, and it's basically just a uh,
2: To point out for the jury some of the uh, casings here that are numbered that uh, you can uh, can you read them all
1: right since 19 you know, but, uh, 19 is uh, detective has been identified as coming there again these casings were sent to the Kentucky State Police Lab uh, for examination and comparison with the officers' guns nineteen uh this came back as matching detectives Cosgrove's weapon
2: Shell casings uh, uh, from Costco was there recovered from the scene by the, uh, by the police. Sixteen. Now, ah. kind of orient them. That's in the breezeway. And yes. what what apartments are
1: those two? Twenty seven. Twenty seven twenty seven, twenty seven. 16 rounds, so empty after 16 rounds, it'll rock back. You have to reload for another magazine, and then you'll have it. So he had 16 rounds. Pretty much empty what he had. I'm sorry. It would have been pretty much empty with the- Yeah, so he basically, it appears, shot his fire a fully loaded fire in the empty.
2: 73 or 84. Cosgrove, an approximation, but it appeared
1: he hired them all in a similar position. Mm -hmm. Who who, was you? Mm -hmm. Uh, Cosgrove. Cosgrove. Note: since we're only speaking about these that we found so far, does it seem like? It's probably where you get the case in
3: 39. Okay. So, police police officer trying to get covered, you know, try to be behind something when, when you're shooting. That's a natural instinct for a police officer. So, you know, when you go through that door, you don't have any cover. So, as soon as
1: Madeline went down pretty much in that area, he's trying to cover his follow okay. seen the casing goes off to the right, it's like, uh, you know, there, again, there's, there's factors involving them, where officers are coming in and
2: out, people are coming in and but that was, yes, thank you. And that was Paul, right? Yes. And I, I think I stepped on his question, but his, his was exhibit 73 through 84. Those are the photos that the uh, detective Wolf identified the 16 caseings the said they were the uh, not Is that right, okay. Yes, sir. It's 40 caliber. Uh, we're going to go to uh, to where uh, you yes, yes, we got him okay we're good okay no, you haven't i haven't talked to him but that's what we need 77.
3: Well. here we are i got him
1: It's a different, different. Yes,
3: different
1: color. I think you may be confusing off duty with.
2: your question, what is is an authorized firearm for a, a police officer? or that
1: his cases. 26, 27, 28,
2: 30, and 31. Uh, and this is out in the breezeway? Yes. And where approximately, if you can tell by looking at the photo, was well, Brianna's apartment at night, Approximately. three
1: uh, concern to the uh, this particular investigation. That is where the projectiles went through the wall of the uh, apartment four and apartment three. There were people
2: living in apartment three. Yes. Did that include a, a mother and a father and a child? Yes. Uh, and were they present in that I want to put up 78, good. What is that photo of? This is apartment three, all right, and that's the apartment we're talking about, right? And that's the apartment symbol that entered uh, that apartment. That night, is that yes. right? Yeah, huh? now let's go to 79 inside. What's what's going on here, Jackie?
1: This is the wall in apartment three where you can see the projectiles came through the wall. Uh, Is that are both are two of those? You see one there, one there, and then you can barely see this one at the. the, Uh, So there's three bullets,
2: at least on this photo, that entered that apartment. And is this apartment? Does it back into Brianna's apartment? Because pretty much the mirror yes, image of it. You look at the, this backs up to her dining All right. 78. Look at that. Is 80 the one that you were showing the jury a moment ago that's behind that chair? Yes, that's what you can see behind the chair. What's that? That is a projectile located on the kitchen table. All right. Is this an apartment three? Yes. All right. Was that recovered? Yes. All right. And was it forensic work done on that bullet? Yes, sir. Did that forensic person determine who shot that bullet went through the wall and landed on the table? Yes, sir, it did. And who fired that bullet that night? Detective Pattinson. All right. Can we go to 82? Yep. Whose uh, sliding glass uh, door is that?
3: That's the sliding glass door in apartment 3. All right. These are the folks that live in
2: the apartment right next to Brianna. Yes, sir. That that got all shot up, too, that night? Yes, sir.
1: 83. That's the projectile located in the floor, same in the glass from the door. All
2: right. Was that forensic examined by the Kentucky State Police ballistic experts? Yes, sir, it was. Were they able, from that forensic exam of that bullet, to determine who fired that bullet that Went through Department 3 and landed on the floor.
1: Yes, sir. Who did that? Detective Anderson.
2: talk Number 85, All right. and just, I think jury's seen this before, but just for the record, if you'll orient, what are we, where, where are we in that, in Brianna's apartment there? This is the hall. There's some markers there, is that right? Yes, sir. 42 is one of them, right? Yes, sir. All right. And uh, it's kind of hard to see, but there's a casing, I mean, a bullet there, is that correct? Yes, sir, that's a bullet. All right. And was that bullet forensically examined? Yes, sir. And and whose bullet was that? Uh, that, Who fired that, rather? It came from Detective Cosgrove's. All right. There's a marker 43 not right next to Brianna's. Body lying down there is. If you, you recall what that is, that uh, that is a um, right, that's, phone. That's that's our cell phone. Yes. Sir. All right. And then 41. Can you see that? Yes. Sir. Shine that. What is that? That is a uh, casing. All right. And were the the, the ballistic examiners were able to determine the origin of that casing? What gun fired that? That left that casing here on the floor. It is a. Uh, Glock 43X. All
1: right, and who's, who was using that gun that night? It's my understanding, Kenneth Walker's. That was Kenneth Walker's weapon. All right. So that
2: casing came from that firearm? Yes, sir. All right. And they recovered Mr. Walker, the gun Mr. Walker had uh, used that night, is that correct? Yes, sir. And had And did forensic exam work on, just like we've been talking about? Yes, sir. All right. Apartment here, hard apartment yes. not. Yes. Okay. And were there bullets that were recovered by the uh, police department examining this this apartment that night? Yes. All right. And we actually have there's uh, there's holes bullet holes in this in these cabinets here, aren't there? Yes. Sir. All right. Were there bullets recovered from that? Yes, sir. All right. And. Uh, uh, if we're just to orient the jury here, go back just one second. I apologize. And you already shine these two entries there. Yes. Sir. Okay. Thank you. All right. Let's go to 40, uh, si- uh, 45, and if we could ne- uh, next. That is 45. 40. Wait Yes. 40. Uh, let's go to the next one. be 47. All right. Okay it's, uh, women, it's not, it's, that's the marker, no, 87, Can we go to 87, I'm sorry, and what is that we're looking at? That is, uh, marker 45. All right, and what is that? That's a projectile. All right, where, did they attempt to match that? Uh, yes. They have any success? No, they didn't. All right, now that one, uh, can we go back for just a moment, see that rod there what that is, can we go back to uh, 86 for a moment? Thank you. And that pan, did it come from this particular cabinet here on the left at the bottom here? Yes. Where you see the rod. Thank you. Can we go to uh, 88 for a moment? Thank you. All right. Did they recover a bullet in that area of that uh, stove in uh, Brianna's kitchen? Yes, sir. And whereabouts is that? Can you sh- show the jury? There you go. There, there All right. All right. And 46, was that examined by the ballistics uh, experts at the Kentucky State Police Lab? Yes. Were they able to make any determination of the uh, what gun fired that bullet that landed there next to the stove? No, sir. It was
1: inconclusive. All right. Yes, questions? Yeah, please. Tell the Yes, Asking. 40 caliber. And when I say inconclusive, actually what they're saying is they've obtained any of the officers' weapons.
2: Bedroom. Yes, sir. We've looked at We even pointed out bullet holes in the, in the screen adjacent to that window before it got blown out. Is that right? Yes, sir. If we recover, and I'm looking at Exhibit 89. Uh, that's what I'm up to. Were there bullets located in uh, the sister's bedroom? Yes, sir. All right. Is that marker 47, is that where one of the bullets was located? Yes, sir. Was it in her dresser drawer? Yes, sir. All right. Can I go to number 90? Photograph number 90? Yes, Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Thank you. When uh, we, I'm gonna go back real quick. to 47. Was that a projectile or bullet? I'm calling it. That projectile. Was located, yes. Sir. Yeah. And were they able? Did they examine it? And if they examined it, were they able to distinguish whether it was Cosgrove, Manningly, or or Hankinson that fired that bullet? They did examine it,
1: and they were not able to distinguish. Okay. There Sorry. it was. I'm sorry, I stepped on your. Oh, I'm door. sorry. I'm just sitting in front Was there a second bullet found
2: in in the sister's bedroom? Yes, sir. Was it in the closet of her bedroom? Yes, sir. All right. Is 48 a marker that was used to identify the location of that bullet when that when the police found it? Yes, sir. All right. And was that bullet taken down to the KSP lab and examined it to see if they
1: could determine who, the source, who shot that bullet into her bedroom? it was indistinguishable. They could not tell which officer had fired that.
3: No.
2: Same thing, it was one that we we know it came from one of those three guns, but we couldn't tell which of the three.
1: Yes. All right.
2: hole in that, a bullet, what appears to be a bullet hole? Yes, sir. Did they locate a projectile in there? They did. And uh, that shoebox is, uh, what what does that appear from looking at the photo, uh, where that is located? It's in the victim's closet. Uh, When you're talking about the victim, we're talking about Breon's. Yes. Uh, I'm
1: I'm sorry. She's ahead of me. All right. Again, it could have came from any of their weapons, but they were not able to distinguish
0: To the
2: jury, what We're looking at there. running out of time for this box.
3: segment. Is that a forward hole they've mark? Yes, sir. Is that where that shoebox was before it was moved and examined by the police? Yes, sir.
2: That's my understanding. Right. Thank you. Thank you.
1: Injector report up after... was your question, man. Here's the. We're gonna. Now this is a different exhibit. I think we may have seen some of like the other day with, with Barbara.
2: Tell the ladies, tell the ladies, gentlemen, Jerry. What what is it that all these lines and marks and what is this uh, exhibit we're
1: looking at now, and how's it how does it help us? This was prepared by the FBI when they went in. It's a trajectory report, and basically, it just shows you they take the holes and the bullets and where they're able to match up things and get an idea of where they came from, and then go back and show what direction uh, these rounds came from. You can see these rounds here that, that we talked about earlier come in the direction of where Detective Hankinson's casings were found, as well as these that go through. Uh, and then these rounds here come in the direction of where Detective. Now, not every fired shot could we get a trajectory on. Is that correct? Yes. Sometimes, depending on what the hole, what it was, they can't establish. It's not a clean enough hole or clean enough to do a trajectory. So they can't do every one. But these are the ones. And to me, this kind of makes me shake my head and get an understanding of what was going on. For instance if you If you don't have a hole
2: or an exit from which a bullet uh, uh can be located,
1: can they do a trajectory It depends on it no they can't if they, if they can't if they find a, a bullet that was laying in the floor, which happened a couple of times in this they they can't but like the good indications here where you have a screen door that
2: appears to go through the sister's bedroom doesn't it now that takes us right to 92, which is a bullet which the police found that time. Yes. Sir. And what, uh, what, 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 where is this uh, bullet located at? We can kind of see it's the bathroom. It's there in the front, there
1: again, the front bathroom, what I call the front bathroom. There was two, one for the back and it went through and you looked at the trajectory report and it came to rest. Just this getting way. ready to
2: ask her to do that. Show them what bathroom that is where that bullet came. This one here. All right. And this, uh, let me do it, let me. There's two bathrooms. The one on the right, is that
1: the one that off of the. the bathroom. Bathroom. That's off of what you call the master, what they call the master bedroom. this was the. That's one I call the
2: sister's bedroom, I call. All right. Now, uh, what? Now we we got a, we've got a bullet in what looks like the soap tray of that bathroom, the sister's bathroom. Uh, was that taken to the uh, Kentucky State Police lab well, to determine if they could identify
1: uh, who fired that bullet that night that landed in the uh, in that bathroom? Uh, yes, sir. That was determined to come from uh, Detective Hankinson's weapon.
2: All right. Thank you. Was there a furnace in the hall in the uh, hallway of Brianna's apartment? Yes, sir, right there. All right. And was there a bullet recovered from that furnace by the police? Yes. Sir. All right. That's ninety-three. Thank yes, you, sir. sir. And was, uh, as I've asked you before, was that bullet marked on the photo as exhibit ninety-three? Yes, Was that sir. also examined by the forensic expert at the Kentucky State Police Lab? Yes, sir. Was he able to identify who fired that bullet that went
1: into the furnace? Yes, sir, Detective.
2: You mentioned, uh, mentioned that the uh, FBI uh, did some their own forensic exam at, inside the department. Yes, sir.
1: Was that in approximately June of this year? Yes, sir. They came back and conducted another search warrant and collected some additional projectiles. Uh-huh. So did they dig into the walls and pull out some bullets that had not
2: here been uh, recovered by the police? Yes, sir. All right. So I'm going to go through a few of these, and two of them are fairly important. Yes, sir. All right. Now these, just to, these are bullets that were found. Uh, Results.
1: Here. Yes, sir. Now
2: these are bullets that were recovered by the uh, by the
3: uh, FBI, and the bullets that they recovered, did they examine
2: those bullets forensically? Yes, sir. All right. Um, we uh, just by reviewing the FBI To see if they could determine the origin. Well, who shot it? Yes, sir. The
1: FBI forensic examiner was able to determine that that came from Detective Hankinson's. Correct. All right.
2: And then they also recovered one from the uh, Brianna's room. That's H. Yes, sir. Uh, in the wall, right in there? Yes, sir. All right. And uh, were they able to determine that instance, uh, the source of that bullet that was embedded in her wall? Yes, sir. Wall? Who was that? Detective Hankinson. All right. And another one was there. Not a second one also embedded in that wall yes, sir. of her bedroom. Yes. Sir. And what did the forensics say the origin of that hole? Uh, Detective Hankinson's weapon. All right. There was also a bullet recovered from the living room, from the wall in the living room. Yes. Sir. Is that in that general area? Yes. Sir. All right. And who was the source of that bullet that went into the that was embedded in the wall of the living? Room? Detective Mattingly. All right. We also they found one that was a uh, in the hallway. Is that right? Yes. sir. All right. Uh, ninety four. Can I put that up? Okay, ninety four is up there. <coughs> is ninety uh, under ninety four? Does that contain? bullet that's in the hallway? Yes, sir. All right. There's three of them? Yes, sir. And uh, did they? Did the FBI able to recover two of those three from the holes? Yes, sir. All right. And uh, were they able to determine who the source was? Uh, yes, sir. One was from Detective Manning. All right. And was there any other material on
1: that bullet that was forensically advanced? They were able to recover DNA off of that projectile that uh, they could say was a female DNA. Wait, did it had blood or some other biological substance on the bullet? Yes, sir, I, I assume
2: so. All right. And you, while we're here on that, was there a second bullet recovered from the by the FBI from the, that wall that we're looking at?
1: Yes, sir, a second uh, projectile was recovered from- also had female DNA. All right. And who was the source of that gun? Detective Cosgrove. All right. Question? Yes. This wall is the closet? No, no man. This wall is right here, right here behind where the, the victim was laid. Right. That's right. the name. Oh, yes. Yeah, I'm sorry. You're These two projectiles were recovered recover from that wall. Okay. Thank you. I apologize, Stephen, on your answer, uh, your question, rather. Uh, okay. uh, the, the DNA on both of those projectiles was the same female DNA. They could say it was the same female. Uh, yes, sir. Was from Detective Cosgrove's weapon and one was from Detective Madden's
2: weapon. I, right. I also have it on hallway D. There's a did they recover another bullet down there, not one of the two we just talked about. Yes sir. And who were they able to determine the source of that one? Uh, there was Detective Cosgrove. All right. And another one out of the wall, is that correct? Yes, sir, Detective
1: Cosgrove. All right.
2: said in part of her artery is that right yes sir
1: his determination he could not distinguish between the three officers weapons which one had fired those projectiles and i've used the term forensic because they are
2: important forensic exams yes. Work. Isn't yes. It? Yes, sir.
1: is there a fair amount
2: of subjectivity that necessarily is present in such an exam yes sir. it's not like dna no you know? sir it's important though is yes sir. Uh, but it doesn't have the same scientific That's correct. All right. Now, later on, you've been talking about the FBI. Uh, they came out and worked on the scene as well. Yes, sir. Cooperated in other aspects of the investigation with you guys. Yes, sir. All right. And did they decide to take a look at these two bullets? Yes, sir, There's they three did. three altogether, but let's, let's concentrate on the two. Yes, sir, they and did. And the two bullets i am about,
1: Yes, sir. I believe they had the exact same type of microscope. All right.
2: And uh, examiner equally qualified, the same as our, as Stephen Hughes. At yes, sir. Life. Yes, sir. FBI examiner. All right. And uh, we talked to that examiner at the FBI and the examiners at KSP.
1: Yes, sir. The FBI had a different result. Talk to tell the jury what, they, what was their finding. The FBI examiner.
2: sum up, we have, we don't necessarily have a conflict, we have Cosgrove fired two bullets, one of which killed uh, Brianna. Yes, sir, that's correct. All right. I'm going to check with my colleagues here to make sure I haven't left anything now. Have I? I did. Oh, okay. Gonna, these are, our, uh, are, the, are the trajectories that have been used several times six and therefore you're on examination and uh any questions you might have while we still have it let me check with my
1: in this hall or where they believe the, the bullet hit something.
2: Six cases.
3: Any other questions? Yes, we got a question. Do I see the front door?
2: Any other
1: questions from the jury? So we're going off the railing, off the railing, off the railing,
0: off the railing, 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 off the railing. Oh, something happened to their audio. from uh, recording number one over five hours almost six hours we jumped over in this segment over into the ballistics on number two, video number two on the Law and Crime Network the Brianna Taylor Grand Jury recordings and They have it dated for September 23rd, but it's uh, 12.19 a.m. It's just September 21st (sighs) in the United States. um, Maybe that's a typo. I'm not sure, but they have it dated September 23rd. Third, for some reason. Maybe just uh just for safety's sake. Alright, next we're gonna close this one out because the uh next one number three video three is over seven hours in our segments will only run about one hour before it uh, stops recording. So we'll get that one. Hmm. We'll get as much of it as we can. We may not get the full hour out of it and if it's just boring material uh, then we may not even have that much of it. The first recording it started out pretty dry and the second one it was um the second video it was a little more interesting I'm not sure how long that lasted I did have to step away so I haven't heard all of it yet but um thank you for listening and to be continued and there's a lot to think about. When uh, I was able to listen to the recording and I heard them talk about the uh, department issued nine millimeter, and um, the juror, uh, one of the jurors, uh, one of the male jurors was asking were they using authorized or unauthorized. Because they all claim that none of them were using 9mm. They claim that only Kenneth Walker used a 9mm. And therefore, that's how they're saying that uh, his, Kenneth Walker's gun struck Sergeant Hankinson, or no, no, struck Sergeant Mattingly, Jonathan Mattingly, in the Upper thigh, and uh, <laughs> the juror was really on it asking, Well, were they using unauthorized firearms since they weren't using the department issued, they were using off duty guns something it's just something to think about. Please stay safe, stay healthy, take care. Thank you for your support, for tuning in and telling your friends and community about the, the show.